The Oxford Centre for Triple Value Healthcare, 3V, is a social enterprise with the goal of building capacity and capability in healthcare to increase value. As part of its mission, 3V promotes the dissemination of knowledge. From our library of almost 1,000 books, we have produced short downloadable podcasts that summarise the most important classic books, book pods. These are essential for anyone working in healthcare and enable you to learn while you walk, drive or travel by bus or train. Enjoy this week's book pod and ensure you get a new one downloaded by subscribing to Radio Value from your usual podcast provider. It's actually quite difficult to find a good definition of an organisation. For example, in my Macintosh, my MacBook, it's an organised form of society, a tautology. One of the definitions in the Short English Dictionary is it's a systematic arrangement for a specified purpose. So the word organisation is widely used and therefore widely misused. And the writings about organisations are, of course, vast. One of the people who writes most clearly and most entertainingly was recommended to me by the chief executive of a New York hospital. This author is Charles Perrault, P-E-R-R-O-W. And two of his books are available, first written in 1970 called Organisational Analysis, a Sociological View, and the second, which is perhaps as classic now in its third edition, is called Complex Organisations, a Critical Essay. The organization analysis is a very entertaining introduction, very nicely written, a very entertaining introduction to different themes. And I'm quoting in chapter one, it says, in this chapter we will contrast the prevailing view of organizations, an emphasis upon people problems and leadership problems, with a structural emphasis. Briefly, the structural viewpoint considers the roles people play rather than the nature of the personality in these roles. It deals with the structures in which roles are performed, the relationships of groups to each other, such as sales and production, the degree of centralization or decentralization, and the climate of values and expectations and goals in the organization, something which we will occasionally refer to as the character of the organization. Now, what he's setting up here, in a way, is a good old territorial battle between the psychologist's views of organizations and the sociologists' views of organizations. It may seem ridiculous to split it in that way, but we have to recognize the social construction of reality in the words of Berger and Luckman, namely that psychologists see a different reality and describe a different reality from sociologists. He also says that one of the most enduring truisms of organization analysis is that organizations are, after all, quoting, made up of people. Such a statement, usually, he says, brings about a sagacious nodding of heads and a comfortable feeling of being on solid ground. But it's also true that organisations are inanimate things. They are filing cabinets, typewriters, machinery, records, mailing lists. This observation usually elicits no resounding thump on the table. So that raises a good question. Why are we so determined to equate organizations with people? So in the book, Organizational Analysis, he reviews different theories of organizations from 
what one might call a structural point of view, although he includes systems in, in his structure. In his classic called Complex Organizations, he focuses on bureaucracies. His first chapter is called Why Bureaucracy? And he outlines briefly the history of bureaucracies, but he, he summarizes what he calls the key elements of the rational legal bureaucracy by a very good case history. This, his books have got lots of really entertaining case histories. And the key elements of a bureaucracy, and I'll read them out, are seven. One, equal treatment for all employees. Two, reliance on expertise, skills, and experience. Three, no extra organizational prerogatives of the position. No taking stuff home and just regarding your own family well-being and the organization as being one and the same thing. Four, specific standards of work and output. Five, extensive record-keeping dealing with the work and output. Six, establishment and enforcement of rules and regulations that serve the interests of the organization. Seven, recognition that rules and regulations bind managers as well as employees. Thus, employees can hold management to the terms of their employment contract. So that's in chapter one. Chapter two, he summarizes the history of different views of the organization. Chapter three, he looks at what he calls the human relationship model. Organizations are people. And there's a very entertaining uh, section called Hawthorne and all that about the, the Hawthorne effect and the influence that people like Elton Mayo had in our thinking about organizations. He then has a chapter on decision-making and looks then at different schools of thought about organizations, for example, economic theories of organization. But he finishes up with what he calls the power theory. His final chapter is called Power in Organizational Analysis, Illustrations, Summaries, and Conclusions. This is a very useful counterpart, really, to books about leadership. Leadership is certainly mentioned but he asks at the end, join me in the difficult task of rewriting the history of bureaucracy with an expanded view of the environment and externalities. I believe that a power theory of organizations, starting with a solid rock of bureaucracy, modified by bounded rationality and considerations of internal and external group interests, extended to networks and sectors that include the state, will show the way. It will be an organization analysis all the way, because it is through organizations, at least since the time of Josiah Wedwood, that classes are constituted and reproduced. Stratification systems created, stabilized, political processes tamed and guided, and culture itself shaped and molded. So that's Charles Perrault. He certainly has got plenty of leadership in the books, but it is a sociological perspective. That's what the subtitle of organizational analysis is.